0: Off right, Corey and Judith in the house. Okay, Lyrics already okay. Okay. okay.
1: So, we're gonna okay. drop that beat later just a taste.
0: Okay, a y'all, y'all gotta pay for it. Calm down.
1: So, this is gonna be Fuck Mary Kill. This is the Hot Girl Summer Edition. Oh, I'm about to blow out them eardrums. <laughs> Hey! More. Hey! Hey! Is uh, what it is. Uh, oh! Oh! She oh! Mm, mm, mm,
0: mm, mm, I hey! Hot girl, so yes. no, she hey! Okay, not Let's too much because
1: we might have to pay for that. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I
0: don't got money
1: like that. We ain't <laughs> one day, one day. Yes, that's a goal. But you know, it is a hot girl summer, it as is. Megan. And all the beautiful women rappers who are killing this summer. Yes. So,
0: Sister Minaj. Oh yes,
1: yes, she's she's also on that track. Ooh. So, <laughs> hello. <There she> <laughs> so, Kill Mary Fuck. So we have Megan The Stallion, of okay. course. Okay. We're gonna add Young Miami, who's the half of the City
0: Girls. Yes. If you is don't JT know free? them, JT's not free. I don't free.
1: think she's free yet. She might. We're waiting. It. Free JT. Hurry up, please. And then, Sweetie.
0: Oh. Yes. My Filipino and black sister. That's right. Yeah.
1: Represent. So, for this hot girl summer edition, who we gonna fuck, who we gonna kill, and who we gonna
0: marry? So, I'm marrying Megan. Okay. Because why the fuck not? I mean... She's my H-Town hottie. Yeah. My hot girl. Yeah. 100%. Miss Thick. Mm Mm-hmm. So, (laughs) yeah. I gotta go with the thick one. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they're all thick. I don't know. Yeah. They're all beautiful, absolutely all beautiful. Absolutely, you are beautiful. Yeah, I'm yeah. marrying Megan. Okay, and then I ooh, mm. this is where I get stumped. Mm. Hmm. Dang. Mm-hmm. I want to fuck, sweetie. Mm. Look, sis, this is fine. All right, this is fine. Pull I have to. I have to kill Young Miami. Uh, I know. I'm from Florida. She's my Florida sis. Yeah. But she got to go. She ain't JT. She ain't JT. Yeah. Lyrically, she's not JT. Right. And I see that. Right. But she is holding it
1: down. She Mm -hmm. is holding it down for City Girls, though. She is.
0: Okay. I like what you did there. She
1: is. Um, I think I'm just going to switch it up a little bit. Megan Thee Stallion, not only does she, you know, hustle so hard. She does.
0: And she's in school, right? Come on. Like, you're getting
1: Mm. your degree, you're dropping lyrics. Your body looks insane. It Your does. face is on t- It doesn't make any sense. So, clearly I'm going to if she if she, if she would allow, of course. Oh, yeah,
0: I would definitely it's her
1: Oh, it's yeah. We're all about consent here. And <laughs> <laughs> I would absolutely get on bending knee for Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. 110%. Great. Um, I think I would I would fuck Young Miami and kill Sweetie. Not because Ooh. Of anything, with they're both beautiful women. I'm just more familiar with the work of Young Miami. The body of work. The body of work, yes. Um, But I'm sure Sweetie is out here killing the game. She is. You know, and I I truly want to apologize. I will be on the archives of her her song list her whatever it is. I will be learning more. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. More about her. So, yeah, that's how we're going to start the show.
0: All right. And... Let's I wish people it. could see us dancing. I know. You can't see dancing. You can. Can you hear dancing? Maybe. Just, no. sh- <laughs> Just shake it. I didn't hear anything.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, we have to. We are drinking, ladies and gentlemen. It's that kind of a party. So.
0: Always oh, that kind yeah. of a party. Yep. So, I know you're wondering who the hell is Corey and who the hell is you. Mm-hmm. So. The way that we actually met is we are both up and coming screenwriters. Yeah, I used to okay. I used to say that I was an aspiring screenwriter. Right, and then people was like, "No, bitch, you need to say you're a writer." Yeah, no, no, aspiring. I was yeah, like, you write, sis. Yeah, right. Get me together, and they got me together. <laughs> so yeah, we're both writers. Yes, 100%. screenwriters. Okay, 100%. we write for the screen. Okay, TV or film, whichever you prefer. Yeah, and um. You know, we're just two black girls out here trying to get into the industry. As, you know, you guys probably know, it's full of white men. Mm -hmm. Named Jim, Bob, Tim, Rob. Yeah. What's another one? John. Blake. Mm, Brian. Mm, Cody. Mad Cody's out here. Okay, I need need to get. So many. (laughs) another one? one? No, no, no. I'm out. (laughs) You won. You got it. You won. Cody. You know Yo, the most be white boy hard. names. Yeah. They so, be the Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very tough out here yeah, for sisters. Mm-hmm. But um, knowing how the industry is and mm-hmm. how important it is for inclusion and diversity and yeah. hearing, you know, the stories of black women, that's kind of why I got into it. Mm-hmm. I'll get a little bit more into my story later. Yeah. But I wanted to, so I write stories mainly about Black women mm-hmm. about black females. I feel like that's super important to get our stories out there, right? Because we pop in, you know, we're popping too, absolutely. So I mostly write stories from the perspective of that, mm-hmm. and most of these. So a writing group is a group of writers who get together and you share your scripts and stuff, and yep. then people comment and shit, and yeah. they say what they got to say, and they do the feedback or whatever. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these writing groups out here are mostly like what the industry is. Yeah, a lot of white men and not a lot of diversity so i would tell like i'm very like i like to do jokes and shit in my yeah. scripts and yeah. it would be kind of a, a black joke something that a black woman would get and they would be like what what is that, what right. is that me?" i'm like bitch yeah like, cody's shit. not gonna
1: understand the bonnet neither does brian no so. they're not gonna understand why that's i important. was like
0: i wish i could find a group yeah. where it's just black women mm-hmm. who appreciate kind of the stories that i'm telling that understand the stories that i'm right. telling and can give me good feedback as well yeah didn't find it of course <laughs> as you can imagine mm-hmm. i was i was looking far and wide but i yeah. didn't i didn't find it so i was like you know what just start the shit right so i started the la black Women's screenwriting group hey selfless plug baby <laughs> um so yeah i found it that mm-hmm. and i just put it out on meetup the meetup app is not on there anymore so don't go looking for it yeah but um i put it out there judith came i showed up she did Because I I was
1: looking for the same
0: thing. Yeah, because I was like, I'm thinking, if I'm looking for this, I know there's a hundred other black women or even just women of color who are looking for the same shit. Yeah, They're like, I'm tired of the same people reading my stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want people who look like me, talk like me, and think like me, Mm -hmm. and have similar perspective and experience in life Mm -hmm. to read my shit. Yeah. so. Yeah, that's how we met.
1: Yeah, and it's been really, I mean, on my end, it's been super, super helpful. You know, we both came from different backgrounds and I find Mm -hmm.
0: that,
1: you know, everybody who comes in the industry comes at different places. You know what I mean? Comes from different places or they're, like, in the industry already. Like, they went to, to school, like, straight out of college, like film mm-hmm. school and all they did was like film, 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 film. Yeah. And sometimes you feel like, especially in this industry, like the comparison trap, like you're like, uh, oh I don't have this, I don't have that. I ain't was shit. This? Yeah, like it can be so like intimidating, but if you yeah. can get into a group of people that can like, you can relate to and are at different levels and still encouraging you, holding you accountable. Yes. Because I know for me, I need deadlines and I need, you know to know that okay if i say i'm going to show something i do i'm i can be read right and I don't, printed okay i, want I don't want to be like oh, i don't know i was, uh, writers block blah, blah, blah. that looks stupid mm-hmm. like you have to you have to come ready or you know shut the fuck up and as juicy j says yeah. you know like you, Shout you to juicy j yeah so it's been super helpful and in sharing our backgrounds, you know, I'm in the podcasting industry, you are in the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. I didn't mention that, but yes, well, yeah. I am in the
0: fashion Fashion. Industry.
1: So that helped us come together because it's like, oh, we're in two different sort of industries and backgrounds. And I came from also from a political background before uh, working in that field for like almost 10 years and transitioning over mm-hmm. here. It's like, it's a whole different world. And you think like, yeah. whoo, whoo. Am I going to do this? First of all, what am I doing? Like,
0: okay. And why? Okay. <laughs> Just why? Okay.
1: Because the government check was regular and steady, people. Ew, yeah. Not out here. You live in project
0: to project, child. Raymond noodle to ramen noodle. <laughs> what flavor are we having today? <laughs> Chicken ramen. or shrimp? Raymond noodle. <laughs> Maybe oriental flavor. Everybody loves Raymond noodles. Yeah. Hello. So it's like, yeah,
1: it's mm-hmm. important to build that community. And because yes. LA is so spread out, mm-hmm. like, you can really feel like an island. Like, by yourself and millions yeah. and millions of people. I'm grateful we met up in the meetup that Corey yes. started. Yeah, I don't know. There's so much I could, you know, talk about in terms of building community and everything. We're going to get to that even through the show mm-hmm. um, of breaking in. But one thing, when you approached me about this podcast, you were like, you know what? What a lot of screenwriters do when we come out here is, like, we get all the resources, right? We listen to yes. all the podcasts. Yes. We listen to, you know, we we read all the books if we can. You know what I mean? We do all that we can do to keep on top of the industry. Mm-hmm. And one thing Corey noticed was that, you know, a lot of the podcasts that kind of give the help and the tips and all that stuff in the screenwriting business were just, again, the same white guys talking in the same boring way. Ooh. Like, eyes glazed over. You're like, child, I don't even, I don't never know. mind about, my God, never mind. You know, I don't even want to do it anymore. I don't even right. want to do it. <laughs> Crazy. Leave me
0: alone. Yeah.
1: So it's like, she went ahead and approached me with the idea. And I wasn't even thinking like that. Girl,
0: I wasn't thinking like that either until yeah. I thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like listening, because I try to listen to my little screen podcast every day at work. Mm-hmm. So I can feel like I'm getting some knowledge while I'm sitting yeah. at my desk. And then I'm like, I'm tired of this shit. Like, yeah. I just want to listen to somebody, like, with some flavor. Like, yeah. just being funny. Like, just talking about the—shooting the shit yeah. about screenwriting, about the entertainment industry. It doesn't yeah. always have to be, like, so cut and dry. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, well, shit. There's a void. You got to fill it. Ooh, yeah. Shit, that shit echoed.
1: <laughs> it did echo.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm all about filling voids. You see yeah. a void, you fill it. Yeah. Honestly.
1: Yeah. And the thing. Period. That, yeah, period. Point blank. Period. So, the, the <laughs> but the one thing also about L.A. is like, okay, the good thing is like a lot, it seems like now, especially with cre- creatives of color, you know, black creatives, like we see more of those voices happening, which is mm, amazing. Yep. You know, whether There's it's a Issa, shift. Ava, yes. Shonda, Lena, all the us. Like, mm. they just, they're here. The us are Yeah, they're, they're really, they're the really us. making a mark. But... It's still a competitive industry. It is. Very competitive Very. like and you can get it's easy to get lost in the shuffle if you don't have community to like break into it and to like to keep you grounded. Building. Yes.
0: Yes. Because since it's such a tough industry mm-hmm. and being a woman and being black you're yeah. going to be rejected. A lot. Yeah. And that can really, like, get to somebody, like, if you don't have the tough skin yeah, that, you know, not everybody has. So if you have that community that's, like, keeping you grounded, keeping you pushing, right. like, girl, fuck them. Like, just yeah. go to the next opportunity. Yeah. It's, it's easy to be like, you know what? I'm going home. Yeah. Because I don't got the fucking time. Yeah. And I'm never going to make it. Right. And it's expensive so. out here, guys. Get yep. a sugar daddy or two.
1: Okay. Or, you know, just do all the ride shares, all the, like, do what you got to do to hustle. Be look, ready to do
0: it. Yeah. So. Don't be coming out here playing because, look, you're going to send your ass home.
1: It's a fact. But, yeah. So that's why, you know, I decided, you know what? Let me, let me go on this journey with Corey. You know? Let,
0: yes. Let me go yes, on this journey. journey.
1: And it, it's going to be dope. It is. And I'm grateful mm-hmm. that you asked me to do it.
0: Oh, who else? Who else, girl?
1: <laughs> Come on now. You know better. <laughs> Get yourself together, <laughs> and Corey got me together for real.
0: So, did you want to get more into how you got into screenwriting, or because I know you started sure. with politics? Yes, that's a switch. Yeah, it's a big. So, how did you do that? Um, so for me,
1: I was in politics for a long time, and this little thing called the election happened. Um, yeah, it was
0: pretty small. I mean, I don't know you, if you I heard didn't of hear it. about it. Yeah,
1: um, and we had a new president. Mm-hmm. Um, not Cheetos. going. Yeah, I mean name who shall not be spoken. Okay. Hot Cheetos. Um so forty five came in and I was that's when I exited. I was like, and I'm out. That's me. Ooh, Deuces. Said, that's my <laughs> that's, There it is. Nah. Um and it was a perfect opportunity to like look at like, okay, what am I gonna do next? And I've always thought about joking with my friends, like, Oh, that's gonna be on our T V show one day or da 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 Always, always like that. And then I started I, I joined a meetup group back in um, the DMV area, shout out mm-hmm. to D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and started just sharing little, like, pieces with the writers group networking and got really positive feedback, so much positive feedback that, like, they were like, oh, you should make this. Like, you should do a little, like, a mini web series or whatever. Okay, so, like, we did it, and it was really cool to get that experience and making something and, like, writing your own like, Ex, you know your own perspective and then i decided all right well i'm gonna go back to school so went back to school for screenwriting um it was graduate level and it was helpful because it was only a year and a half mm-hmm. i wasn't trying you know to owe Girl, sally may you. already what i owe her Folk, sally may she's quite needy when i see her we
0: fight on site. site. on site.
1: hands to the face to the face oh, i wish i was like a hacker where I could just erase all student loan debt and just Girl, fuck up the whole make sure economy. Put me
0: on the top of the oh bridge.
1: my god! Oh, if y'all hacker, can you use your powers for good? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, anyways, hackers
0: hit my DMs. Okay,
1: yeah. but don't hack into the DMs. Just you know, hit
0: them the regular way. Yeah, don't don't be a dick about it.
1: Um, <laughs> and so, so yeah, so that happened. And then transitioned the program, had an internship program, and I was able to come out here and get a job for my internship. So I was super lucky with that. Blessed. And super blessed. And since then, I've been working. Working. (laughs) <laughs> Thank yeah. God <laughs> Yeah, I want to get in the writer's room don't get me wrong you know and like yeah cultivate my ideas and like create something but you know we need to eat and I'm we
0: sure do because I'm hungry okay
1: all the time all the time but I'm learning a lot in the industry that I'm in in the podcasting industry and um grateful that
0: you know we can create a pl- platform and really share our voices yeah. So, I mean, I guess I can get to my story. Yeah. So, I, I've always been, like, a writer. Mm-hmm. I always like to make shit up, honestly. <laughs> I make shit up for fun, like, mm-hmm. and that's when, you know, like, bitch, you need to write. <laughs> so, I started writing when I was, like, a child. I always wrote little stories. Never thought I could get into screenwriting, even though I love, like, TV and film. Like, yeah. I'm from the country. I'm from a small-ass little country town in Florida. Right. And don't nobody, like, what? Screenwriting who? Like, screenwriting what? Like, that's not a thing. Right. there, Like, the arts really isn't a thing yeah. where I grew up. So yeah. I never really thought that I could do something like that. It wasn't right. a possibility. It had right. to be realistic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've always loved fashion, too, and that seemed a little bit more viable for me. So I did that, got into that, got a really good corporate job in fashion, mm-hmm. top tier, um, moved to Seattle to do that little job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm. a couple months into I'm like, this shit is trash. Like, <laughs> this shit trash. The answer no. is no. Bye. <laughs> you can take this back. Make Thank you. Yeah. But no, for real, shout out to that job. I'm not right. going to say the name. But mm-hmm. I did learn a lot. Yeah. I did learn a lot. And it is super working in fashion. You learn a lot about business. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot about, you know, how to handle yourself in a corporate environment. All right. that stuff, blah, blah, blah. All the boring <laughs> shit that nobody cares about, but it's super important. But I was like, I don't feel motivated when I go to work. Like, I don't feel like this is something I would want to do for the rest of my life. Right. Like, how am I impacting people? How am I inspiring people? How am I changing lives? Mm-hmm. Which is what I felt like I was put on this earth to do mm-hmm. was to change some lives. Right? You know, I don't know how, mm-hmm. but I'm going to figure it out one day. That's really um, good. But, yeah, I was like, this, this job isn't doing it for me. Yeah. So I had yeah. to start... From ground zero, I'd be like, "Bitch, what the fuck do you like to do? Like, do you even know yourself?" Right. No, I didn't. I didn't know myself. Yeah. So I had to figure it out, and I'm like, "Well, I always like writing. I always like TV and film. Why not do screenwriting?" Right. Because Issa Ray was coming out with Insecure. Like, mean. you're seeing Donald Glover with Atlanta. You're seeing all these Black creatives getting their own shows, and yeah. they're the writers for these shows. They're acting in their own shows, yeah. like, and that's secretly something I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I just started to just do it. Yeah. I started on the University of Google. And nice. I Googled how to be a screenwriter. And a whole bunch of shit popped up, and I literally clicked on everything. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I was like, okay, I need to get some formal school. Mm-hmm. So I started taking UCLA extension classes just mm-hmm. to, like, learn how to do screenwriting and all that shit. Right. And then moved to L.A. Nice. And now here I am. Wait, so you did UCLA online? Like yes, I did it oh, online good. first in Seattle. Okay. Because I wasn't ready to go to LA yet. Yeah. Bitch. See, what? no
1: excuses. Yeah. Get online.
0: Yeah. Try Done. it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear them excuses. mm Slap the excuse at your mouth. Yeah. I won't. I, mm-hmm. Maybe I will. <laughs> so then after that, Seattle ran its course. Yeah. Seattle's trash, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. Shout out to the people that like Seattle, but it's trash. Yeah. A it was for you. It's for a black woman, it's trash. hmm But yeah, moved to LA, mm-hmm. and now I'm here just trying to make it yeah trying to you know work on my craft too that's important as writers you can't not work on your shit yeah it's a muscle you have to keep practicing that's true so much because i hadn't written in a while and then the other day i tried to write some shit i'm like bitch what the fuck? (laughs) first of all how do you even spell like (laughs) the? it was tough so yeah definitely work that muscle yeah That's my story of how I got into the beautiful world of screenwriting. Yeah.
1: Well, come on this journey with us because, you know, we're going to be successful. We're going to get in there and do this damn thing. Get
0: in before, you know, you get too big. That's right. Before I'm on Drake's level. (laughs) Which will happen. It will happen. So that is our stories. Okay. We're going to take a little break and then we're going to get into some news. That's my news song. I don't even know. Yeah, we're gonna work it out. We got. We'll get it together.
1: Yes. So this week, I'm doing the news.
0: Judith, hey. Got the news.
1: Hey. Shout out to Shadow and Act. Um, Yes, Shadow and Act. If you don't know, it is. It's an online. Like editorial space similar to mm-hmm. like um, theroot. dot com and like BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. but they highlight um, projects of color, mostly um, black creatives and what they're doing. Got a lot of good articles from them, and Corey put me yeah. onto it.
0: It's a really great site, guys. Yep, if you care about black and brown creatives.
1: Yeah. So um, the proud family is coming back, guys. You and me will always be a
0: tie. family every single day and night. <coughs> Oh, okay. wait wait a minute now <laughs> are you with us no oh no Woo. even when you start acting like oh. you know I'm loving every single thing you do know that I can always be myself around you more than anybody I don't care I would do the whole I would do the whole song mm. if you don't stop me Proud, Proud family. Proud family. Okay, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> so, The Proud Family is coming back. <coughs> if you don't know, it was a cartoon series on the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it was following... Hold on. Let me not tell no lies. But Kyla Pratt was a part of it. Um, she played Penny Proud. Yes, she, she did. voiced Penny Proud, who's the main character. So great. So... um It was alongside Joe Marie Payton. If you don't know her, she was uh, the mother in Family Matters. She was amazing. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Paula J. Parker, uh, Tara Strong, all the greats. um, Proud Family um, will be coming back. Um, All the reboots. I don't know. How do you feel about all the reboots? I mean, I... I love the Proud Family, so
0: I do. So I'm watching it. I mean, yeah. it's on Disney Plus, which is at mm-hmm. Disney's new streaming, which I'm not gonna pay for. So, <laughs> um, whoever got Disney Plus, hit me up. Slide in yeah. my DMs too. Yeah, because I'm here for the reboot, but I'm not here to pay for Disney Plus. So. Right. And Disney, we love you.
1: Please don't destroy us. They're so big. Goddamn.
0: Yeah, they're. Got- <laughs>
1: Jesus. They're gonna be
0: waiting outside in a black truck. Right. If we're Disney, you'll know why. Goddamn Disney. I'm here for the reboots, though. Yeah, yeah. I love Proud Family growing up mm-hmm. as a little black girl, seeing like some black cartoon characters mm-hmm. who were just just like me and my friends. Like yes. They were just like me and my friends. Yeah. So I loved it, and yeah. I'm here for it. Is it? Is it them as adults? I
1: think so. Let me let me look and so on. It says in an interview on the red carpet. Um, with Tommy Davison. Um, yes. And he was like, I forgot to tell you that the Proud family is coming back. Yay. Ow, ow, ow. So yeah, so he didn't say if it's going to be like a reboot with them older. I would... okay. Maybe he can't give all the
0: details. Yeah, they're going to have
1: his neck. But I mean, the kids might be the same. There are like a couple of Instagram artists who have like... Re- Already done it, yeah. Yeah, they've created like iconic sort of like especially animated shows and shown them like grown up and how they would look like and stuff yeah shout out to them so maybe they will maybe they'll have it where they're grown up or they'll keep them the same yeah you know if you look at animation like what stewie's been a baby for years now
0: i wish his ass was grow up <laughs> even though he grow sounds so
1: grown up um
0: sounds like somebody granddaddy
1: yeah he does British granddaddy. Yeah,
0: so I was just going to say that. <laughs> so British
1: strange. It's really creepy. Yes, it's funny. All right. Next in the news. So um, a lot of folks, I'm not a big fan of anime, um, but sure. I know a lot of people, My one of my best friends included, she's super excited about this show. It's called Cannon Busters. Um, mm-hmm. Well, she was excited when it came out. Um, it's on Netflix, and um, I believe the creator is LaShawn Thomas. LaShawn, yes. And you better LaShawn. Yes, and he had, like, he worked on the Boondocks. Like, he's been— uh, Yeah, boondocks. he's been um, in the industry a while. Yeah, you know, he's been working— The Boondocks, Black Dynamite, The Legend mm. of Korra. Like, he's— He's been in the game. He's been doing his thing. Like, you better
0: <sighs> animate. Does he animate? Yeah. <laughs> Before I say that. You <laughs> better does. animate LaShawn.
1: Yes. He animates. And um, the whole idea is like, this is uh, like, it is very much in the anime form. Mostly all mm-hmm. black characters in the That's show. That's dope. So that is dope. That is dope. I did see, I saw a couple of episodes last night.
0: You did? How yes. You... How <laughs> it's, uh-huh. nah,
1: it's not my, it's not my jam. I think also I'm not the biggest fan of anime, and I think mm. it's the style that is throwing me off, yeah, like it's all
0: like real jerky and like fast,
1: yeah, so. I mean, uh, first of all, there's a lot going on immediately, um in so a very know, interesting up. world, right, I'm like, what, <laughs> the fuck is okay, it? and then they like I don't know in the style they do this thing, and it might be cultural, but like the mm. women there's a importance of the women being very quote unquote innocent looking but still oh, amazingly yeah. slutty at the same time, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, this, like, weird, like, mm. I'm, and they're, like, they're always making sound. Yeah, I don't like that either. And I'm like, if, bitch, if you keep, please. Right. <laughs> what is happening? Why are you squeaking Say every 10 <laughs> seconds? Say a- what is this so yeah so it might not be for me I'm still going to watch the whole thing because I want LaShawn to get the streaming
0: I want LaShawn to um, get his coins yes
1: so I will support but um, if you are an anime fan you will probably understand it way better than I will yeah Yeah. Um, But I still want to open up my horizons to different genres and like still support where I can. So it's
0: the big deal because it's a black creator with black anime characters, which we don't see a lot. Yeah. We do not see a lot. So I think that's. Shout out to LaShawn.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) LaShawn. What's your black ass name? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. So the next one, another um, Netflix thing, actually quite excited for. So it's called Raising Dion. And it's coming out of uh Michael B. Jordan's production company.
0: Yes, Michael B. Jordan. He
1: will be in it. So mm. you already know. All he First needs of all, to do. He better
0: not have a shirt on.
1: Right. Or I'm gonna be fucking upset. Right. <laughs> I mean, if they need someone to lather that baby oil on set, oh! let me tell you. you... Let me t- I'll do that for free. Well, first of all, it's all have to about to the experience, you have to get the meat, though. okay? Well, look, you g- you lather up the front, I got the back. Ooh, Hello. I, I got the back. Hello. It's all about teamwork, <laughs> there you, you know? Go. Anything for great. the show. But the really the, the amazing <laughs> <laughs> for thing for show <laughs> is <laughs> but the really great thing about this um it is a superhero family drama. Mhm. Uh, Michael B Jordan is executive
0: producing. You better get your EP credit.
1: Okay? And it follows um it's based on a comic Ooh. book by um, Dennis Liu, and um, basically, it revolves around a black mother who discovers her young son has multiple and continually changing abilities. Mm. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, and they find that out after the death of the father. So, Michael B. Jordan will Hmm. be playing the father. Hmm. I'm assuming it'll be like a lot of like dream sequence and like flashbacks. and giving some time for um, the child to kind of figure out his powers as you know a yeah. newly single mom raising him. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually really excited about this. I'm excited to see you know young kids seeing themselves as superheroes and like yeah. Um, it's not just you know Miles Morales and Spider Man. I was just gonna say that. Um, but you know that was be... the, that was the Black Spider Man. Yeah. Yes. Great animation by the way. Watch yes. it. I think Didn't
0: it they was one win an, win an yeah. Oscar. Yeah. As they yeah, should. Yeah, get your awards.
1: Yeah. Like, it was really, 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 really good. So, yeah, I am excited for this. Um, I hope.
0: I'm Me too. I'm actually
1: kind of happy, like, well, I don't know what kind of role Michael B. Jordan will be playing because he, he plays a father who's passed away. Yeah. But I'm kind of excited that he'll, like... Allow other people to kind of show in their gift. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you have abs like that, and a face like that, <laughs> and a body like like Stop. you like you have a production. Okay, you have it all. We get it. Thank you. Right. Now you it's fine. time to okay. use all of that to elevate other people. Exactly. And I really, I really like that. That's what it's about. Yeah, And that he is... can elevate me anytime. Michael ooh. B. Jordan. Uh, you know, I'm
0: anytime. Not say that.
1: <laughs> anytime. <laughs> anytime. Yeah, yeah. Elevate me too. Yeah. It's really your duty, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no pressure, but get to work, right? (laughs) So look out for that. Um, Michael B. Jordan's project, Raising Dion. Look out if you are a anime person. Cannon Busters on Netflix. Now it's on Netflix. Proud family is coming back. That's your news, everybody. All right, kids, we're back. And we're going to talk about um, Gosh, our main segment. And in this segment, you know, we either highlight an article that kind of like uh, jogged our memory about the industry or something, you know, that we wanted to talk about. Or we do movie reviews um, or we have guests. So yes, today yes. we saw something um, online, which actually I think is amazing. But it really mm-hmm. like um, jogged the sort of a discussion yes. that we think that would be and it's very pertinent to the industry and networking mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Lee Daniels, if you don't know him, um Empire. But the Butler. Yeah. The Empire. Butler. The butler. The The Butler. Um. The. the one with Oprah in it. But not like And Force Whitaker. Other... Yes, I don't can't. Don't do my dog like that. I can't. I will not. I will not do, that. Could you do him like that. Um but Oprah's the more important one. No, I don't that is,
0: that's that's I, a I have fact. To disagree.
1: I would argue don't that don't get me started on my Oprah stuff because look she will not come for me Oprah is probably the most important person in the world mm-hmm. yeah like the moment you can sell a magazine get... with your face on it, every issue this bitch was selling frozen pieces she could do the DMX <laughs> yo she could do the she, DMX challenge for real with just her posters she just can. her face and the DMX song like go off yeah. like yeah I mean yeah. obviously but okay anyway so Lee Daniels. So um, here's a headline. This is actually from TheRoot.com. Lee Daniels is giving back and moving artists forward in a new creative workshop, right? So this is meant to be a mentorship program for a lot of the creatives, particularly creatives of color. Um, Lee Daniels says his goal has been to create opportunities for diverse creatives to tell inclusive stories. Um, And his new initiative... Um, We'll see like a potential life that will breathe future in Hollywood. So that's so that's the goal. Okay. Um, And I think it's important. Like mentorship is really important, especially in this business. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is like just in any other sector, like. When people know you and they feel like they can trust you, they're going to be more likely to want to work with you if if they know you. That then to take a chance on someone that might be new and it's mm-hmm. like oh we got to learn them again oh no they, they turned out to be crazy doing. the work is awful mm-hmm. Uh nobody wants to waste time with that.
0: I don't yeah I don't got time to waste.
1: Yeah and also it's a really competitive industry so it's like yeah. if you're not going to do it we're going to find somebody else who's going to do it For and cheaper. if we know somebody. Then they're gonna go with that person. So I do think uh, mentorship is super, super important. In my experience, it's been in- interesting for me, um, and the sort of like dynamic of I've always I've always had the opportunity of working with women of color, particularly Black women. Yes, get and into it. Get into it. That's always been like really great for me to see someone who looks like me in a position, like running things, being a mm. boss. You know what I mean? Mm. That's great. What I think, what I, I've learned throughout my history is that not everybody who's skin to you is kin to you. Yes. Um, that's and I, a phrase right there. Yeah. I'm and sticker like that. Yeah. And it's like, I'm glad that a lot of the people who have been able to. Um, honestly speak into my life and encourage me and put mm-hmm. me on the right track have been like a lot of white men honestly mm. um, and it I, I had to like work through being disappointed by the women especially black women because like you know I was in an industry where it was very tough and so mm-hmm. there's an expectation like you have to be you have to be tough too like you have to be on your A game like the 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 double tax or whatever yeah. thing they say like mm-hmm. as a black person like you can't you can't slip up you always got to be on your A game or better or they're just gonna go with somebody else who might not you know look like you and might not even do the best work you know what I mean gotta work twice as hard to twice get as half. hard right get half. and work the pro half. I mean the the well first of all that sucks, number one. It's trash. (laughs) It's really trash. Should be everyone in your ability, you know, what Martin Luther King fought for and all that beautiful stuff to be judged by their character and the content of their work and how they're, you know, adorable.
0: That's cute to think that way.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, But I think because of that, like, there's this tendency for, at least in my experience, for those mentors to be way more harder on you. Yeah. And, while that's great and like you know I've definitely gotten stronger from that Mm -hmm. there's like and looking back sometimes I would look back and be like was that really toughening me up or were they just being kind of abusive right like and there's this thing that happens in a lot of industries where it's like they tell you not to like not don't have thick skin. Don't take things personally, which I kind of like. I think that's shit. I think everybody takes everything personally. I know
0: how you. I are think not it's just take to a degree. Personally? Like how you gonna tell me not because
1: it's a personally. lot of people who say don't take it personally are the most sensitive motherfucker. Like you tell them exactly. anything, they be the they be the first one crying <laughs> in the corner, <laughs> sniffles you know, and shit, all that. <laughs> and don't let them have a position of power. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. oh you can kiss your um, check goodbye because they. F- you know, it's, it's, so it's hard. Like it's hard. It's I've had, like, a double-edged sword where it's, like, you know, don't take things personally. They're trying to make me stronger, but I don't learn best under those circumstances. In fact, what that created in me was a lot of, like, anxiety and, like, a lot of of self-doubt that was put there. And it's, like, while I made my way through that, a lot of times I have to, like— retrain myself not to be so like perfectionism you know because mm-hmm. I was I was I was put under people who were like gotta be perfect all the time no mistakes da 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 and yeah, it's like which is so lame first of all that's just not true everybody's gonna make a mistake I don't not care who lame. you are you're a human being you're gonna make a mistake in this industry
0: Hot Cheetos makes mistakes all the time child you know who Hot Cheetos is
1: he just be lying he just <laughs> loved to lie he be like right. it's, it's just crazy just go outside the grass is blue that's it <laughs> That's the, that's the word of the, that's the press conference. (laughs) No, he's just going to
0: tweet it. Facts. The grass is blue today. (laughs) (laughs) what? Like, shut the fuck up. God damn. What? What? Put your phone down, sir. Right. Go run the country.
1: And he. He's running it into the ground for sure. Mm, yeah. He's running it, child. Mm, mm. Um, but yeah, like there's this. There's this. I think it's a misconception, and I've. I think in my mentorship where it's been like really focused, you have to be the best. But it would yep. create this sort of environment of like, well, if you're not tougher, if you're not manipulating people, if you're not, you know oh, what no. I mean? Yeah, it's a yeah, lot that's, of that. That Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, the industry. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm grateful to certain mentors who. We're like, yeah, no, you're going to make mistakes. It's okay. Like, you can come to me and talk, talk to about it and we'll try and figure out a solution. Like, mm-hmm. I remember new jobs where I'd just be so stressed out because it's like, I would, it would be so dumb. I'd be looking at fucking emails. It'd be like two lines in the email. I would read it five times just in case. I'm like, wait a minute, is the period there? Right. <laughs> read all of the It read, the hello, yes. thanks, Buy. That's what it read. And I'm like, What does she mean? Did I spell buy oh right? God. There's several ways. There's buy <laughs> when you buy something from the store, and then there's goodbye, and then there's like yeah. buy girl. Like it was a whole like it was yeah. crazy. And so that created this sort of thing. So I I do believe mentorship is important, but it's really important to figure out, make sure you have the right mentor. And the, I'm, right the right one. The right one. the word girl. And great and like I'm glad that I was open to like all people of all races being my mentor and not mm-hmm. just like I only want black. But I do think it's important to have someone that looks like you as a mentor. Just make I sure do. it's the I right person. do. And being being open to that person.
0: Yeah. Um. So, yeah. What about you? Whew. So my experience is like completely different from yours. Mm. Well, thank God. Just from <laughs> me, like I grew up with the niggas, mm-hmm. but I went to school with white people mm-hmm. every like elementary middle high even college mm-hmm. I in the work environments workspaces that I have been in all white people. Mm-hmm. I'm used to being one of one of three yeah, black girls, of or one. Yep. Of, yeah, one. You know, one of three black people in the room. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, it just kind of it weighs on you. Mm-hmm. When it's like every because when I think of mentorship, I'm thinking of with school or with your career. I'm right. sure there's other ways. There's life mentors, and she. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Life kicking your ass, but when I think of mentorship, I'm speaking just with school or with career. Yeah. So. In terms of school or career, I was always in white spaces, mm-hmm. being a little country-ass black girl. Mm-hmm. So when you are in those environments, it starts to weigh down on you, mm-hmm. obviously. So you're going to cling to your your support system, who you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So luckily, in all of those spaces, I've always had my little crew, mm-hmm. you know. The, the few blacks, I made mm-hmm. sure I always know all the black people. Hey, girl. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Daquan, how you doing today? Mm-hmm. Your mama good? Okay, good. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, you mm-hmm. know, making sure that I always know those people. And luckily, mm-hmm. there's always been one black woman mm-hmm. who is in the position, or she's had the success that I aspire to have. Right. That saw something in me mm-hmm. that wanted to help me out and That's help good. me get there. So, luckily, I've had that experience. Most of my mentors have always. Ooh. Most likely been black women. I haven't. Mm -hmm. I can't say I haven't had like, I've had mentors who are white women. Mm -hmm. But when I would talk to them, kind of like they would help me out with the stuff that's important. Right. But when I'm trying to talk about my experience, right, how I feel when I go into a a meeting full of sixty people and there's me and one other black girl, right, that's just like that's just trash. Like, Mm -hmm. and they they could empathize, but did they understand? No. Right. But when I talk to Henrietta, So, you that's know, a, very I didn't black have girl, a man. mentor named Henrietta, but that's a very <laughs> like Henrietta. older black lady name. Yeah. So I just said it. Mm-hmm. But when I talk to a mentor that looks like me who has kind of been through that and right. has been able to rise above that and get to a position that I'm trying to get to. Right. They 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 can empathize and understand. Right. And kind of give me ways to kind of combat that mm-hmm. and just. Still be able to be who I am without having to coach switch all the time, or like just be not just not be somebody that I'm not. Right. Just to exist and survive in this space. Yeah. So luckily, I mean, I've had a good experience with like just black women always just Mm -hmm. looking out for assistance. That's good. I appreciate that. That's like that means a lot. So I mean, but there is that whole crabs in a barrel mentality when it comes to black people. I've had, yeah, I've had it both ways. It's always this, like, there's only one seat at the table. It's like, I I equate it to Tyra Banks and America's Next Hot Model. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, the elimination ceremony, she's like, I have one picture in my hands, Mm -hmm. but two ladies in front of me, you Mm -hmm. know? And it's like, Tyra Banks is the white man. The white man's like, I have one seat at the table for one nigga, but I have Mm -hmm. two niggas in front of me. Mm -hmm. Who will it be? Yeah. so it's like you get into this we're kind of raised to be consistently mm-hmm. competing with each other yeah. for that one spot at that table Yeah. so it's like that, that's a thing too yeah. but luckily I have been able to have people in my corner who can advocate for me yeah. who speak life into me who want to build me up who see the potential in me to, right. be, to be better and yeah. to be that bitch yeah. so yeah no, I mean, that's good. despite the whole crabs in a barrel thing yeah. Luckily I've had good experiences with mentorship and I can attest to how important it is to have 100%, yeah. To have mentorship especially from people who look like you mm-hmm. when you're in spaces full of people who don't look like you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's super, super important.
1: Yeah, I agree. Also, like with the way the in well, yeah, with the way the industry is changing. Like now all the girls are getting a streaming um service now. Ooh. BT is getting girls. one, HBO is getting one. So I don't wanna hear like CPS right. Like, I don't wanna watch that. There's a new company called Quibi. So I mean, <coughs> even though they're still like This there's still a mentality of like you gotta be competitive to get a seat at the table, Mm -hmm. be in a writer's room, all that stuff. Now it seems like there's so much opening to Yeah, to create, you know? And I think the mentorship will help people hopefully be more secure. Well, you can't make anybody secure. That's something that comes with with themselves. You gotta be You gotta be secure with yourself. But hopefully that will be a place where it's like, oh, like not only is there a seat at the table, but there's a billion tables. Like I know now, popping my own table. Fuck yeah, that. like Fuck there's the so many tables, so many chairs. Yeah. Let's you know, let's let's fill, all sit. Let, let's all be at the table. Would not and wouldn't have if, some food? Wouldn't that be
0: interesting? That would be nice. Where
1: it's like instead of looking at it as like a competition, as a like, oh no, everybody, everybody, everybody can, can. eat. Yeah.
0: We can all eat.
1: Yeah, we can. We can all eat. We all can create. Yeah. We all can like. It doesn't just have to be that one. Yeah. Person. And I think mentorship also will come back because Hollywood's very much like, who do you know? Who do you know? Watch out. And a lot of excuses for a lot of the writers' room when they're not as diverse as. The, I don't know. I don't know an Asian. I just don't know I don't, a black. I don't know person. an Indian. I don't. I just don't. I, yeah. They don't. They don't. They, they don't. Excuse, they don't. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's cute. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, we outside talking about bang bang. Oh, excuse
0: me, right bitch? I'm right here. <laughs> Why, what the me? fuck? You know me. Says, come on. <laughs> like you saw me earlier,
1: right? Hopefully, that will help in terms of like pushing, you know, more. Not only inclusion, but like um, will help a lot of uh, writers, creatives, wherever you are. Whether you want to be a gaffer, whether you want to be a director, DP, you want to do lighting. I mean, there's really so much it. in the industry, you know, it's that that can like that a lot of people don't know about. They don't um animation podcasting like there's so much that exactly. you know that people kind of overlook because we're so used to the one you know Either position: actor
0: director or whatever writer whatever the fuck yeah that's those it.
1: three meanwhile the thinking. lighting looks crazy your skin looking ashy ashy fuck. and you don't know why you don't got the right lighting mm. give them their checks so you don't look crazy on the screen thank that's you that's it like those
0: things are important and on that note, yes, we're going to get into the mentorship opportunities oh, yeah. for our Black and Brown creatives mm-hmm. in this industry, mm-hmm. specifically pertaining to the industry. Yeah. So, first one I want to talk about Hillman Grad Network. Okay. Which was founded by Miss Lena Waithe, nice. who is like the baddest bitch right now in entertainment. I mean, if you if you don't know, my Black female queen. No, you know. So she, if you don't know who Lena Waithe is, she is the first Black woman to. Right, she's the first black woman to get an, an Emmy, Emmy. Yeah. for comedic writing. Yeah, let me not slander this. No, yeah, yeah. for comedic yes. writing. For comedic writing. Yep. So look my sis up, and she has mm-hmm. a thousand shows on TV right now, and a thousand yeah. shows in development. Yeah. Anyway, she founded this program called the Hillman Grad Network, and mm-hmm. it's basically a program to help up and coming black and brown writers mm-hmm. or actors kind of get their footing and get into the industry. Yeah. Because I'm she had to work her ass off to get into this industry, mm-hmm. which we. We all know yep um so she she's always been big on helping others mm-hmm. so it's like once you get to the top you need to be pulling others up with you right I firmly believe in that and mm-hmm. she firmly believes in that that's why she started this program right. So, if you're a writer or an even actor, mm-hmm. I suggest going to Hillman Grad Network, follow them on Instagram. They mm-hmm. always post little tips yep. about writing, yeah, so they'll they'll literally teach you how to write. Mm-hmm. They'll literally have little posts teaching you how to write, mm-hmm. and then all the opportunities, so all the contests. Just anything related to writing, they're posting that on their Instagram. I've right. learned through about so much shit through their Instagram. Mm-hmm. But they also have like this mentoring program. Right. If you go on their page. I'm looking at it right now. You can yep. sign up if you're a writer or a producer mm-hmm. and um, apply to be a Hillman Grad Network. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Hillman Grad Network mentor. Yeah. And I I I mean, I don't know much about the program, but once you get in the program, mm-hmm. it's basically like you're in there and they're going to help you get a job in the industry. Yeah. Also, they're going to advocate oh, go you. Yeah, And they're going to teach you how to write. They're going to teach exactly. you how to get your craft better. So it's amazing. And also acting, too. If you're an actor, I think yeah. you have a database or whatever where you can submit your headshot, your name or whatever. Yeah. And whenever these writers start producing these projects, yep. they're going to get you in there. Yeah. So it's like you're helping people out. You're getting yeah. people in the industry People who wouldn't have the opportunity otherwise.
1: Yes. And also, one thing I think I really like is uh, when they were talking here on their website about the mentorship program, they said, We require a serious level of commitment from yes. all participants and a sincere dedication to improving your craft. So if you out here wishy washy, mm, playing games, you don't know, you're scared, you better do it afraid. Mm. You, be- you better do it. Or you need not apply. Exactly. Because, like, it by. it's. I think that's important because a lot of us, like, we allow fear to get in the way. Girl. Or we want something so bad, but we don't put the work in to work on the craft, to be mm. ready for you the just blessing. just dream about it all day, Just but don't put in that work. All all the dreams and deferred and all that foolishness. Like, okay. if you're going to do it, do it. Yes. So.
0: So if you're going to apply like for that. the Human Grand Network Mentorship, then you better be on your P's and Q's. Mm-hmm. And stop playing them games. Yeah. Be ready. And get on it. Mm-hmm. You better actually want to be a writer. Because yeah. I know people say they want to be a writer, but they don't actually.
1: Yeah, and also writer. it's such a it's something cool to say like people are like, Oh, that's so cool. You're a writer da 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 da. It's a lot of hard work.
0: Yeah. I mean writing sucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's trash. very lonely and depressing. So if you're gonna do it, do it. So that's the Hillman Grad Network. Follow nice. them on Instagram and apply for their mentorship when the submission period opens up again. Yeah. We'll be back.
1: and we're back with our last segment um niggas you should know now this segment we talk about the people that that you should really know in the industry whether they're coming up um as directors Mm -hmm. actors Mm -hmm. writers you know musicians or even you know who I'm going to big up in the industry so Tulane Jones remember that name Tulane Jones remember it um she was appointed president of Array, which is the nonprofit set up by Avery DuVernay to sort of push forward black films, um, black content. Um, the really great thing um, is that it's a collective of black and brown people. And Tulane Jones um, has been with the company since 2010. And she's worked her way up, um, all the way up as president. So a lot of times, you know, when we come out to L.A., you know, a lot of us are very, you know, very broke, (laughs) extremely broke. But sometimes we don't um, do the proper research. We know the big stars, Mm -hmm. but we don't know the decision makers behind those stars who are making things happening, who are, you know, really pulling strings and are the gatekeepers. Mm. So. So no know telene jones know who she is watch for her um especially as we continue to um push you know black and brown content out yes. there congrats sis first of all congratulations Con- yes
0: congrats girl so all right city boys and city girls hello it's the end of the show the end we're done mm-hmm. we had an amazing show yeah and we're that's it that's it See come y'all back next time next time better come next time or i'm hunting your asses down be ready bye